All right, all right, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the King's Council Podcast. If you were with us last week, you can tell that we've changed our hats around. <laughs> we want to make sure you don't think that uh, we just record these back to back to back. Uh, so even though that's what we're doing right yeah. now, but uh, yeah, cats out of the bag. Yes, but. We've spent a decent amount of time preparing for these, though, which is fun. I mean, yes, I know I mentioned this a couple episodes ago. Like, if you want to dive and be accountable to diving into scripture, just start a podcast, <laughs> right? And invite how, people to listen. To it. How many people do you think listen to this are like, are they? Did they prep at all? <laughs> I hope. I hope not. No, I, I think I, ultimately we come back. We may go down some rabbit holes well, and yeah. veer off track. Well, that's but, what makes it fun because you never know. Yeah. Right. That's, yeah. Yeah. I think that's why my wife married me. Because you never know what you're going to get. <laughs> <laughs> that was uh, the fire marshal. Yeah. Let me show you yeah. something. <laughs> never know what you're going to get. <laughs> uh, fire marshal bill. It's good stuff. Yeah. Some of you will know that. Um, yeah. That was, oh. I mean, I was, I couldn't be more than 10 when I watched that. Yeah, I was young too. Yeah. But you. But I loved, loved Jim Carrey. Yeah. That was uh, in living color. Yeah, in living color. My favorite character on that, I think, was um, Damon Wayne's "Homie, Don't Play That." Mm, Homie, don't play. Me that. and my cousin Vinny. We uh, we you have a cousin named Vinny. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, everybody stops me whenever <laughs> I mention my cousin Vinny. But um, I would stay at his house, and we'd stay up late, and they had one of those TVs. I, I mean, this was going back. We didn't even have it in our house, but at, at my aunt's house in the living room it was one of those old tvs that looked like a, a big a, chest. Oh, huge oh yeah it's a big screen it was like a piece of furniture the original big screen yes yeah yeah dude. Yeah. yeah and i remember we you were like they were like ballers then have our like sleeping bags i think she had plastic on the couch as well yeah 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 Perfect. so my aunt was irish but married an italian yeah, yeah. i think you have that plastic on the couch in there <laughs> right. i think it's spaghetti sauce everywhere yeah <laughs> we call it gravy there's a little debate within the. Uh, I mean, I'm Irish, but my father grew up in an Italian neighborhood, so we used to have Sunday dinners with, with the gravy. This reminds me. We have to. I, we have to say this now. I mean, I have to say this now because last week you mentioned your, your one of your favorite passages, Psalm. Yeah. Uh, sixty three. Sixty three, and then he ended up pulling up the message version of it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Can you just repeat it quickly? Yeah. Um, you don't have to read the whole thing, but when it talks about uh, fat and, and marrow, yeah, this is hilarious. This is why you probably shouldn't rely on the message. <laughs> it says, I eat my fill of prime rib and gravy. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, clearly so he's talking about a brown gravy there with prime rib. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. And a red right. gravy. Right. Yes. But you know, I mean, you really called red sauce gravy? Oh, yeah. What's, what's wrong with you? I mean, it's the way I grew up. It's the way my father grew up. Oh, I mean, okay. old school Italians, at least in New Jersey, gravy. they call it gravy. So interesting. Yeah. Not marinara. No. I would never call it marinara. I, I mean, Italians would even Isn't call that it like gravy or Italian sauce. word? Yeah, but you would never. You would either call it gravy or sauce. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. Learn, and, learn something new. And Sunday mornings, uh, my father would get up and he would start cooking, start making the gravy, meatballs, brajol, and I loved it. Especially even in like the spring and summertime, there was a basketball court right across the street from my house. On weekends, I was out there constantly, and I knew around three o'clock, my dad or mom would come to the door, wave me in because that was dinner time on a Sunday. Mm -hmm. Yeah, You're like that gravy's done. Yeah, used to get the the, the <laughs> French bread and put a little butter on there, so and dip it in the gravy. Would that's you... why I have these love handles today. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, would you? What happens when you have brown gravy? Would you just call it brown gravy? Yeah. Wow. Okay. <laughs> I feel like you, just, you think less of me now. No, no, no. Just uh, different. I'm sure you did some things in South Dakota growing up in a bar that it may not be mainstream. Um, no, but we called gravy appropriately. So. <laughs> Anyways. Right. If you're an Italian, preferably Dude, from I'm gonna, the I'm going to talk to Joe about this. Okay. Joe and Monica. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah, the, the, the light just flickered. I think we need to get back on track. Yes, it's that's like uh, he's like, dude, come on, sanctify, sanctify here. <laughs> 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 we 
which is what we're diving into, yeah. guys. We're like uh, 10 minutes in already. No. Four. Four or five. Okay. We're good here. Um, we're diving into the topic of sanctification. If you listen to last yeah. week's episode, we kind of ended with what we're going to dive into, which I think is so perfect. Um, uh, really understanding, if you've again, if you've given your life to Jesus, um, what's next? Yep. Right? Like, if it, because some people just think, well, that's it. I guess I'm going to heaven and I'm going to do whatever the heck I want mm-hmm. on this earth now. And that's not the case. Mm-hmm. Definitely not the case. Um, if you've given your life to Christ, like, the only thing now that matters is, is this, which is yeah. really what we're going to dive into from an individual standpoint. Because if you focus on this and you do this by focusing on Him, um, you just, you, you naturally are going to be a beacon of hope, a beacon of light. You are going to be the salt on the earth, right? And But it starts with us first in, in committing to this process and yeah. understanding that it is a process. This mm. isn't an event. Right. This isn't something that just happens. Uh, it is a process that we get to go through mm. up until the day he calls us home. Yeah. Yeah, so sanctification, you, you mentioned it. I think to close out last week, you, you I felt like you're going to jump into it last week. You're yeah, so no, excited I about was. this topic. Yeah. But Which, it's to make holy, to consecrate, to set apart for holy use, to separate from the world, to set apart from sin so that we may have intimate fellowship with God and serve him gladly. So set apart, and, and right off the bat, say, like, okay, God, and praise God for this. He's pulled us out of the world. Right, he's yep. rescued us from the world. He's rescued us from death. He's rescued us from sin. He's rescued us from ourselves. So he set us apart. He's pulled us into his kingdom, mm-hmm. and we're not supposed to look like the world. Right. There's far too many Christians that look just like the their their old BC person mm-hmm. as far as and not just physically, but their actions, their deeds, their thoughts. And it's like, okay, something doesn't drive there. Right. Yeah, absolutely. If 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 people can't tell the difference right. between you and your, you know, unsaved friends or neighbors, mm-hmm. that's probably a, that's a problem. Yeah, right. It absolutely is a problem. And, and guess what? Your unsaved friends and family, they're gonna notice it, and it's gonna irk them. They're gonna not like it. They're probably gonna like the old you better. Yes. My mother, God rest her soul. Uh, she came to the Lord in 2019 uh, after eight years of me trying to get her there. But when I first got saved, I remember I went down to rehab, came back, and I'm telling everybody about Jesus. And my mother said, you know, I, I liked you better when you were taking the pills. Mm. And I was like, wow. Right. Like, really? Like, I, w- I was miserable. But yeah. we, we had a codependent relationship. It made her feel important to be my comfort, to kind of be mm-hmm. my rest, for her to be the one to wrap her loving arms around me to kind of play God in yeah, that situation. Yeah, she wanted to be your, your savior. Yeah. 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 Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, that's great. I think, I'm glad you shared that because I know people, I, I, other people, even within the King's Council, we've had these conversations with where it's like it's hard, especially from loved ones mm-hmm. that just uh, uh, will de- definitely talk poorly about you either behind your back and sometimes right to your face right uh and we get to justify it and by continually walking this thing out because mm-hmm. eventually our testimony is going to be a witness to them mm-hmm. and for them so yeah 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 get accused of being in a cult stuff right. like that yes <laughs> and, and what's funny is a lot of times our our lost loved ones they they came up uh, maybe in catholicism or something like that and you know you actually show them the bible what it says i remember going to the funeral of my uncle and it was the first funeral like since i had become a believer and i'm listening to the priest basically guarantee that he's in heaven because he got baptized as a baby and this and that and i'm just like jumping i want to jump out of my skin right and i remember getting into the car to go to the cemetery with my dad stepmother sister brother-in-law i forget who else it was and i pulled out my scripture i mean i pulled out my bible and i was like this is what the bible actually says guys right and at the time i was frustrated because my my family wasn't saved at the time they you know my father grew up catholic and not like a strict practicing catholic but right. it was like he would still call himself catholic today yep. i'm sure um 
But it's like, no, this is what the Bible says. Everybody's sitting there being comforted by this guy who's just spitting bullcrap to make us feel better. But mm-hmm. this is what the Word of God says. And, you know, Uncle Mike is gone. We can't do anything about that. And hopefully he did come to faith in Christ. Maybe he was a believer. I don't know. But we can't do anything about it now. He's gone. Right. The reality is he's gone. All we could do now is make sure that we're in the right place when our time is up. Yeah. Yeah, that's good because those those are the opportunities that God will use if you'll step into that, mm. right? Um, so that's good, amazing, dude. Because oftentimes those those events are the moment where people are vulnerable yep. and they're they're going to be just more open to hearing truth, right? Yeah. As much as as hard as it may be, and uh, at the very least, you planted seeds. Yeah, you know. And keep in mind, we we talked about the last two episodes, Hebrews four twelve. Mm-hmm. The the word of God is sharper than a two edged yeah. sword. Love so it. It, it's sharp. It's going to cut people. Yeah. People are, are going to be convicted. People are going to people who are content in their sin. At least they they think they are. Yep. I mean, the, their soul is truly longing for something more and true yep. fulfillment. But they don't want to hear that crap. Right. They're like, wait a second. Who are you to come at me mm-hmm. and, and judge me? That's initially what they think. Who yeah. are you to judge me? Right? Yeah. Yeah. But that's what the Word of God does. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. But we've got to know it. We've got to be able to right. speak it right. to be able to use it as, as the sword of the Spirit that it actually is. So, yep. so it's good. So let's continue into this then with sanctification and understanding yep. what it really is. It's just, it's It's this progression of becoming more and more like him yep. right if we're if we're sanctified it means we are set apart for god yeah unto god and and we have to it's it's a process that we have to number one i said it's not an event but it is it is a submission that you have to give full surrender yeah. to him yeah. right it's like okay god do a work in me yeah so all of us including myself want to know what's god's will what, what's God's will for my life? Yep. Well, we go to First Thessalonians four, three through eight. For this is the will of God, your sanctification, right? It's like, yeah. oh, ding, 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 ding. That should be underlined, or highlighted in everybody's yes. Bible. Not that that's the only will for you, right? But it flat out says in the Bible, this is the will of God, your sanctification. Then it goes on that you should abstain from sexual immorality, that each of you should know how to possess his own vessel in sanctification and honor. Not in passion of lust, like the Gentiles who do not know God, that one should take advantage of and defraud his brother in this matter, because the Lord is the avenger of all such, as we also forewarned you and testified. For God did not call us to uncleanness, but in holiness. So holiness is a big part of sanctification. Mm -hmm. Therefore, he who rejects this does not reject man, but God, who has also given us his Holy Spirit. And... Remember, we talked about a couple of weeks ago in Hebrews chapter four that we are to to work, labor, mm-hmm. to be diligent in finding rest in Jesus, mm-hmm. right? Well, this is part of that work, it, abstaining from sexual immorality, right, by possessing our own vessel in sanctification, honor. Like this is a list here. The, the Bible, I mean. It's clear as day. Uh, read the Bible. Get a study Bible where there's cross references, right. where you know that, and it's remarkable when you put the puzzle pieces together. And ultimately, you go from Genesis to Revelation. It's like this whole thing fits together like one yeah. big puzzle. Yeah. It's just like mind blowing. It is. It it's almost overwhelming at times though when you're just like, because feel like me, I like I just I'm like, can I just like plug it in and download it to my brain like right i just want to know it now right and to think that that but that's just trusting this process here it's like god's going to give this to us in, in chunks yeah right and as as we continue to spend time in the word new revelations are going to actually mm-hmm. come to us and new convictions and things like that that are going to ultimately uh progress us through this process of, of sanctification yeah so I, i'll read a couple of scriptures because i just kind of want to bounce off what you had just said you know, Romans um, 6, 18 says, you have been set free from sin and have become slaves to righteousness. Mm. So when we're living in sin, whether, you know, we, maybe we don't even know who Jesus is. It's like we are slaves 
to death, mm-hmm. right? We are, we are sla- a slave to sin. But when we are set free from sin, we now have become slaves to righteousness, mm-hmm. right? So, that I mean, that's just, it's just, it's interesting to really think about because even then in, in 1 John uh, chapter 3, verse 6, it says, no one who lives in him keeps on sinning. No one who continues to sin has either seen him or known him. Mm-hmm. So this comes can come back to the question of like those that may, maybe repeat the prayer, but they don't, there's no change of heart. There's nothing mm-hmm. that's taking place. Like, the, I mean, I, w- I think it would be pretty evident. It's like, well, that wasn't real. Yeah. Right. There wasn't a, a, a repentant heart. There wasn't a turning around mm-hmm. and changing, but also when, when sometimes when you read this and some of us that struggle, all of us struggle with lust and temptation and sin. And it was just like, how, how can this say? Cause then you can question yourself. Well, wait a minute no one who lives in him keeps on sinning but sometimes we still sin yeah right it can just be like this uh am i a slave to sin or am i a slave to righteousness god what and it can it can cause confusion amongst believers yeah and i think a big part of it going back to last episode when we talked about the the lust of the flesh Mm -hmm. and when we practice uh you know when we continually walk in the flesh that means it's like, all right, you're not going to enter the kingdom of God. So I think if, obviously, we're human, we all sin. But if right. we we continuously show a pattern where we just sin, 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 then it's like we're a slave to sin, yeah. it, bottom line. We yeah. don't know righteousness. We're certainly not a slave to Christ. We're going to be a slave to one or the other. Mm-hmm. Do I want to be a slave and yoked to Jesus, or do I want to be a slave and yoked to the enemy? Yep. Yeah. That's a no-brainer. Yeah. And that's why this is an, an active process where every day we get to wake yeah. up and choose death or choose yeah. life. Yep. Every every hour, right? I know it, it, sometimes I, I remember having this conversation like early on with a, a, a buddy. I was probably like 18 or 19. I, I did moved up to Minnesota and we would just talk about life and just the fact like you can get up in the morning and you can just be on fire for Jesus. And it's like, yes, I'm going to just crush this. Life's going to be great. It's going to be an epic day. And then the world just starts chipping away at you. Mm-hmm. And like 2 o'clock, 3 o'clock, five, 6 o'clock. And it's like, mm-hmm. I'm just done. The yeah. last thing I want to do is like read the Bible. It's just Let's just turn on the TV and mm-hmm. you have a mind melt session, right? And yeah. it's like, that's just, it, it, I mean, that's just part of what are we feeding? Right, right, because the world's going to just continue to come at you, and so yeah. I just think with that, for, for me, what I had to do was actually incrementally take times out of the day to come back and reground myself with what's most important. Yeah, right, because it's it's a beating. You take a beating out there. Yeah, yeah. Well, again, it's funny. All these podcasts, the last few of them, there they relate quite a bit. And in that situation, what do we have to do? We have to will ourselves. We have to command our souls. Like mm-hmm. David talked about that in the Psalms. He commanded his soul to do something it didn't want to do. Right. Right? Yeah. Like, like if your soul is... I, I, I told my kids this for a lot of years. When you lay down at night, when your head's on the pillow, ask yourself this question. What did you feed more of today? Your spirit mm-hmm. or your, your flesh? And if it's the flesh... Hey, it's not too late in the day. You could literally praise God for five seconds, and it wins out. You're, you're feeding your. It's not a matter of time. Like right. I got to feed my 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 soul. I got to feed my spirit for five hours. If I watch five hours of movies today or yeah. Netflix, yeah, um, you could do it. But at the end of the day, your your soul is again. It's in a battle. It's in a struggle between your flesh and your spirit. And I got four fingers up. There's only three. <laughs> but if this is your soul, it's going to go back and forth, back and forth, yeah. back and forth. Yep. And even for the best of Christians, your flesh is going to be pulling on your soul mm-hmm. at all times. So what do we do about that? That's why, I mean, even we mentioned that Psalm 63, um, you know, oh, God, you are my God. Early I will seek you. Plenty of references in Scripture to praying to God early in the morning. Plenty of Scripture references to praying to God late at night. The Jewish custom was to pray three times a day. Remember Daniel, as soon as they made the law that you you pray to any God other than the king, then you're going to go into the lion's den. What do you do? Oh, it's time to pray. I have already committed to this discipline. I'm going to will myself. And 
I, I was on a plane one time with, um, uh, I don't know what type of Jewish people are, Hasidic Jews, or, I'm not sure, but like they, they pray and they just kind of start rocking back mm-hmm. and forth. It felt like the whole plane was rocking because they all started rocking, but it was like, <laughs> my God, what discipline. Right. Like this is their time that they committed to pray. Yeah. And I'm sure not all of them want to be praying right now. Some of them have to command their soul to do so, yeah. but they do it, and that's admirable. Unfortunately, there's you find a lot of other religions that the people of their faith are more disciplined than Christians. Yeah, yeah, it's so true. Yeah, yeah, and, and a lot of facets, right? And, it's, and I think that's where we just we take for granted the grace given us, or maybe it's even mercy, because I think mercy is is you know God not giving us what we deserve, mm-hmm. but the grace is giving us the power to make decisions in the in the hard time yeah right so like that's the grace it's it's by by grace we get to choose life yep. versus death right. we did des- we all deserve death and like thank god he had mercy on us yep. and empowered us with grace yeah and continually does yeah so and speaking of will uh, again will who <laughs> we we did a cold plunge this morning and you didn't want to do it I never, I, I never want to actually do it. I want the benefits of it. I want to feel the way I feel when I get out of it. Mm-hmm. But you have to will yourself to do it. Right. If I could will myself to go to the gym when I don't want to go, if I could will myself to jump in a cold plunge when I don't want to do it, I can't will myself to sit with the Lord for five minutes. <laughs> right. That's ridiculous. Yeah. That's so stupid. Yeah. And, but there's been times where it's like that. I'm like, oh, and then you justify in your brain well that's five minutes gonna do or yeah you know totally you put it off you start to procrastinate and man think about this i mean anybody who has kids out there has like we have a group family chat if i like say good night love you guys and like any of them don't respond i'm like what the frick it's like (laughs) yeah so so imagine like our heavenly father when all these little nimrod children down here like us are, are paying him no mind right it's like i don't get anger but it and you know i'm not overly sensitive i know everybody's busy and everything and i know what it's like to be a kid or young adult but it's like oh man it can't take literally three seconds out of your day would just warm my heart so much right so what do you think god's feeling in sure heaven? yeah yeah absolutely so let's if it's all right i'd love to go into some notes here on just like okay how do we how do we practice sanctification yeah right because it's as simple as it is it's i think it's important that we just are reminded yeah of what to do and maybe even that some people just taking notes it's like just jot this down pull up your notes in your phone and just be like this is what i have to do to continually abide in him because that's really what what it truly is mm-hmm. right if we're if we're spending time with him we're we are Pro, pro, um, progressing in this process of actual sanctification. Yeah. Right? So the notes that I have here is, is really just uh, faith, mm-hmm. right? How do we achieve sanctification? Well, number one, faith. Mm-hmm. That's pretty straightforward, right? We know that's what it takes to, to please God. Yeah. And that's how we experience salvation. Um, yeah. That's the, the only way we can enter into that sanctification process yep. is is by being born again upon our faith in Jesus. Paul, in Acts 26, when he's recounting what God said to him at his conversion on the road to Damascus, uh, he says, I will deliver you from the Jewish people as well as from the Gentiles to whom I now send you to open their eyes in order to turn them from the darkness to light and from the power of Satan to God that they may receive forgiveness of sins and and an inheritance amongst those who are sanctified by faith in me. So, boom, right there, boom, you can't sanctified be sanctified unless faith. you're sanctified by yeah. faith in Jesus Christ. That's great. That's when that process starts. A couple more, 1 Corinthians 1, 30 and 31. But of him you are in Christ Jesus, who became for us wisdom from God and righteousness and sanctification and redemption, that as it is written, he who glories, let him glory to the Lord. And then you have Hebrews 10, 10. By that will, we have been sanctified through the offering of the body of Jesus Christ once and for all. So that's pretty clear right there. Yeah, dude. That's yeah, that's so good. I'm gonna add one one more to that yeah. as well. First um, John one seven through nine. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, do you remember that song? I wanna be in the light 
That he is in the light. Face plus one? Newsboys, bro. That's got to be Newsboys. Oh. I want to shine like the darkness in the heavens. Anytime you sing an old Christian song, I always think it's Faith Plus One. If you don't know who Faith Plus One is, that <laughs> then congratulations. <laughs> yeah, you're you have achieved sanctification. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Uh, but some bad seed friends of mine showed me this clip of a South Park episode. Wait, who is that? <laughs> <laughs> who is that? Anyway. I know it wasn't me. <laughs> Anyway, okay, let me read Cartman. What, you just sound like Cartman when you sing those songs. Oh, okay. You do. Hold my tongue. As long as I don't look like him. Yeah, right. No. That's <laughs> as anybody looks like Cartman. <laughs> okay, let me I'll finish this. Yeah. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another in the blood of Jesus. His son purifies us from all sin. Mm. If we claim to be without sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just and will forgive will forgive us our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. Yeah. So it's like it's it's faith through the blood of Jesus right. that purifies us because we know we're all dirty, rotten, filthy sinners. Mm-hmm. Right? And if we continue to have faith in him, continue to have uh, even just continual relationship, union with him, uh, through his blood, we have, we we will continue to experience this sanctification. Mm-hmm. And the next I have would be the Word. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's like spending time. Uh, John seventeen seventeen says, "Sanctify them by the truth. Your Word is truth." Yeah. It's not just knowing the Word, but being doers of it. Mm-hmm. And the only way you would be a doer of it is if that Word is not just in your head, but in your heart. Yep. And there's too many Christians or people, maybe they're not actual followers of Christ, that have full heads but empty hearts. Mm-hmm. So you have to be a doer of it. And um, think about this. Uh, they didn't receive the, the promised land, right? Because that promise, they didn't receive it with faith, right? Remember yep. Hebrews 4, chapter uh, verse 2, I believe. They had to receive it with faith. So they had a head knowledge. It said mm-hmm. that the gospel was preached to them just as it's preached to us now. So these yeah. these wandering children of Israel, right? These murmuring, yep. stick-neck folks. Yep. They, they they knew it, and they had plenty of reason to believe that they knew. I mean, we talked about it a couple episodes back. They had just gotten through the Red Sea. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't mixed with faith. Right. So how is it how do you mix the word with faith listen you you read the word and you don't just consume it for your for head knowledge you have to open your heart yeah i mean when you this is god's living word Mm -hmm. in front of us it's his living word we need this to take root We, we need to not just read the word of god but study it right meditate on it like chew the cud. We've talked about that plenty of times. Yep. yep. Ruminate, baby, which I didn't think was a word. Right. It turns out it is. <laughs> you also didn't think beloved was a word. Or edged it. Too edged. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that didn't uh, sound right. I think it's too edged. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, Romans 8.13 says, For if you live according to the flesh, you will die. But if by the spirit you put to death the deeds of the body, you will live. Boom. Yeah. Like, I mean, that goes back to what, last week's episode, <laughs> right. a fair amount. Why don't we talk about that verse last week? Right. Because <laughs> you decided to pull out these notes literally as we started to record. <laughs> I was a like, whole oh, yeah. page of notes that like, you have. Oh, yeah, let me pull these up. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I spent a week writing notes down for all these episodes. Uh, I sent them to you plenty of time in advance. Uh, and you're like, oh, yeah, I got these notes. Just, dude, I'm just making sure that you're uh, sanctified. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> just doing my part. Yeah. Can you read that verse again, though? Yeah. Romans. Um, hold on. Where'd it go? Romans eight thirteen. For if you live according to the flesh, you will die. Mm-hmm. But if by the Spirit you put to death the deeds of the body, you will yeah. live. Yeah, and, and that's eternally. It's not just mm-hmm. if I live in the flesh, I'll drop dead in the moment. But uh, eternally, my soul will be separated from God. Yep. Yeah, and so back to like. 
okay, how do we sanct- how, how are we continually sanctified? It's through faith in Jesus for what he did, dies, yep. died and rose again, and then it's spending time in the word of God mm-hmm. and ultimately feeding the spirit, yeah. right? It is through his word and yep. truth, right? And, and, and being spirit-led in which sanctification will continue to take place. Right. And Second Peter 3.18 also says, but grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. In Second Peter, he mentions the word knowledge, knowledge of mm-hmm. the Lord. It's like 13 times or something in that small book. But it doesn't just mean a head knowledge. It means an experiential knowledge. Mm. So we certainly can experience him through the word by intaking his his holy scripture. But we experience him at all times by praying without ceasing, right? We're being in constant fellowship and communion with him. Let him be the the object of your affection. I, I just shared with you, I was listening to this song by Tasha Cobbs, and it's She's got some beautiful songs, and one in particular called Dove's Eyes. And it it talks about give me undistracted devotion, right? It's like like asking God for these dove's eyes. And I looked it up because I'm like, what's the significance to this? Right. Dove's eyes. And it turns out that doves, like when they lock eyes with their mate, they get with that mate, and they never get with another dove the rest of their lives. They have that; one, they're devoted to that one dove. So when like you have those dove eye, doves eyes, you're locked in. You're wholly devoted to that thing that you're looking at. Mm-hmm. So it's like, man, it made me like tear up after I listened to the song when I actually read even right. more of what it means. It's like, yeah, just give me that devotion for you. So whatever that looks like, it, you could sit there by yourself and. It, you may not know how to sing, but God loves to hear your voice. Right. I promise you that. Yeah. And ain't nobody else like it, but <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but sing to the Lord. Yeah. Meditate. Just wake up in the morning and thank Him. We talked mm-hmm. about that a lot. Yeah. But there's so many ways to fellowship with God, and guess what? He's not hiding from us. Right. Uh, you know, He's there. If yeah. we don't feel Him, it's because we've grown distant, not because He went anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly right. Yep. He desires us. So, um, is in the Christmas song, is it Two Turtle Doves? Yeah. Two Turtle Doves. You sing it. Three French hens, two turtle doves, and a a partridge in a pear tree. I don't even know what that means. A partridge in a pear tree? How in the world do you get on turtle doves? Well, you just said doves, and I just thought, oh, there's two of them. That's great. Isn't it like a thing that you would give two, like, doves to like your loved one they get one you get one I mean, that all makes more sense now i guess yeah. i just lit on um the christian radio station down here i was driving the other day around christmas time and they said that whole song is about birds like everything mentioned there is a bird interesting how many are there uh, at least mm-hmm. 10 right five golden rings <laughs> is that a bird yeah they they actually a golden ring is a bird? Yeah. Oh, interesting. It may not be the name of a bird, but I it, hate birds, bro. I hate <laughs> <laughs> dirty, <laughs> rotten. If there's any hate in you, let's go back to first John. <laughs> Dude, they're gnarly. They're dirty. Yeah. If you have a pet bird, too, like, why? We were at the Jersey Shore when I was a kid. Okay. And my mother were eating, you know, like a good jersey family we we got some cold cut sandwiches on the way to the beach right so of course there's like there's like bits of lettuce falling out of this so there's just birds everywhere right and my mother yeah yeah and my mother literally i remember watching this i i think i was like seven years old as the sandwich was in her mouth, a bird came up to it and took a bite from the other end. Uh, freaked her out. She's she was freaked out about birds the rest of her life. Yeah, should yeah. be. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I got nowhere else to go with that. The sanctification is the will of God. Yes. Boom. Yeah. Right. And when we apply this to our lives. Most of us just get caught up with with this purpose and what am I supposed to do and build this business. Like, I know God called me to do this. Like, I do know God called me to 
to lead what we're doing, called us to mm-hmm. do what we're doing with the King's Council. Yep. No question in my mind, because many times I tried to not. <laughs> right? <laughs> but so I know like there, there's that, but that was the process that God was using of to for me to continue to pr- pursue sanctification, mm-hmm. right? So God's going to use businesses. He's going to use ideas, going to use de- the desires of your heart. God will use those to ultimately fulfill his will, which is sanctification. But you've got to do your part, Yeah. right? God ain't going to do your part. Th- no. This is, uh, he's there. He's calling you. He, he wants you to pursue him through the activities, through the businesses that you have. But at the end of the day, the whole point of all of it is this and this alone and sanctification is it? Mm. Yeah, it's great. These aren't my notes. These are my wife's notes mm. that I, I mentioned last week. I was wondering if you're going to give her credit. Absolutely. Yeah, she is amazing in in how she likes to study and then how she learns and processes things is like literally taking notes, like handwriting them out, and then she typed these all up and then sent them to me. And then when I have ideas and she's like, yeah, idiot, here. <laughs> I'm like, ah, yeah, one step ahead of me. That's great. But this is great. So after start, this is some of the things that she had written down here. After this, after starting this process, right, of, of sanctification, which is just epic, uh, this is one of the things she wrote in here. God wants to sanctify us completely in all three parts of our being. I don't even know that she wrote this, but mm. such a perfect thing from last week's episode. All three parts, our, our body, our soul, our spirit. Right, and and as we continue this process, know that it's going. There's going to be pain in this, mm-hmm. right? And and one of the first areas that God will probably start is with the body, like with the things of the flesh, mm-hmm. right? Like you have this experience. It's like, okay, Jesus, I love you, and now He's going to start to prune. He's going to start to actually do a work in you. And this could be things like the different vices that you have in your life, mm-hmm. right? We talked about so on the body. Uh, from the flesh side, this could be alcohol. This could yeah. be weed. It could be any any sort of thing. It could be food, mm-hmm. right? It could be your love for queso, right? It could be. It could be. I've been doing good. I know, dude. Sanctify, baby. Yeah, come on. <laughs> <laughs> um, but those are those just the real things that affect the flesh it could be cigarettes yeah. right it could be any any of those things and god will start to chip away at those and this doesn't necessarily have to be in this order but those are probably going to be some of the things that are more like at the surface level right things of, of the body yeah right of the flesh and then it can flow into more of the, the soulish nature which is going to be uh, our attitudes mm. right this this like doom and gloom in uh, our perspective or perception of things because as we start to read the bible all of a sudden we we realize oh there's a kingdom mindset that we right. can have and now there's a perspective a new lens that i get to look through because yeah. i'm feeding my soul with with the spirit of god like, so if we harbor like negativity and like unforgiveness perhaps yes. stuff like that yes okay. yes yeah because those are the hardest ones man unforgiveness yeah it's easy to say oh, i forgive you but do you really right Right, because that's, I mean, we all deal with that. Yeah, for my enemies, I keep a bottle of anointing oil in my pocket, <laughs> and I would take it out, put some on my finger, make the sign of a cross on their head. Yes. Uh, just a little something I like to do. Yes. And I would pray over them. Okay, well, aren't you good? <laughs> I mean, I'm just a sanctified Christian, that's it. Right. Oh, man, that's good. <laughs> but that's good. I think... Uh, along the lines of you know unforgiveness would be vengeance and just things like that and it's not that i have like a vengeant heart i think i think i've i don't know maybe i haven't i think i've fully forgiven some there's just a few people in my life where it's just like hard to wish well for them yeah when you know when you truly know like what's going on yeah and it's like oh and you would just love to like expose them and make them yeah make everybody know but it's like i know that's not i'm not going to act upon that mm. doesn't mean i don't want to punch them in the face though that that part of our flesh will never leave think about david and some of the psalms i mean it's just a beautiful psalm he's praising guys like and by the way god death to my enemies torture them <laughs> mutilate them right it's like whoa where did that come from <laughs> it's like yeah 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 whoa whoa <laughs> right. he's just soaking, soaking in the aroma of that sweet worship and he's like whoa 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 <laughs> 
but that, that's our flesh yeah. and it, it's there but that's why we have to kill the flesh we have to starve the flesh Continue. we have to feed our spirit because we it, it, we don't want those thoughts to be there they do right. us no good they do god no good they do the kingdom no good they certainly don't do good for the person we have those thoughts against yeah. and heaven forbid that they're an unbeliever yeah i mean what good is that what, what kind of witness is that if we have an opportunity if we show an unbeliever anything but the love of christ man blood could be on our hands yeah you yeah, know yeah, absolutely absolutely and that's i mean if we it, if we are to forgive others as he has forgiven us like that's a command right and yeah. that's not something i mean we have to actually take that seriously yeah right and for some it might be easier than others and but that's that's what sanctification is right and as mentioned again and we'll continually mention it's like this is a process and it's only going to work as far as you're going to work it you know yeah because god wants it he, he wants us to be in communion and relation and just like with him all day every day yeah right but we have to make that and and really i think you mentioned this i don't know if this was last week's episode in galatians mm. and you ended really with the fruit of the spirit yeah and it's like through this process if we do these things you will naturally have the fruit of the spirit mm. right yeah love joy peace patience kindness goodness gentleness faithfulness, faithfulness and self-control yeah yeah which all those seem great right yeah <laughs> so i'm going for like two out of any of those right. at any given right. moment and you're, you're having yeah. a good day yeah i think i have joy right yeah love i've got i've got love for sure yeah we talk about where's love the, the where's the joy got the joy 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 <laughs> down in my heart where down in my heart where <laughs> that's good man it took me a minute yeah, that's one like, of asy's favorites yeah yeah it's good yeah yeah so you definitely have joy yeah peace i think i have have peace mm-hmm. patience is yeah i just wish it was quicker like <laughs> <laughs> uh kindness goodness gentleness i'm gentle with you know with like ellie right right um not you, you like did just say me. you want to punch people in the face yeah gentle like gently <laughs> i don't think you would hit gentle <laughs> Uh, that's actually that's, made me think of Reacher. I'm watching that. Right. It's just on the borderline of the like cussing and violence where I'm like, yeah, uh, I need to make sure I pray. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because you're definitely feeding the flesh. But um, <laughs> a couple times, like you hit somebody really hard, like knock them out. And they're like, why'd you hit them so hard? He's like, it's only way I, I don't hit it soft. <laughs> it's the only way I know how to hit. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, it's yeah. a good show. And he is a Christian. I did read i didn't read this whole article but i wish i would have now for this because he was justifying how he can be a believer and still play this part in reacher oh really mm-hmm. i'd like to see that let me ask you this if you're a christian actor and you have a like love scene with somebody who's not your wife i don't think i'd be able to do that not a chance right 100 percent. and there's plenty of people that refuse to oh yeah yeah That's i don't, I don't know if know. there's plenty but there are absolute actors i'm trying to think of um oh goodness do you remember neil Neil patrick harris (laughs) definitely not him (laughs) is it neil donham or neil i'm gonna look this up because i did read this a while back too maybe it's not neil I I thought I saw somebody who was an actor. They were a Christian, and now they're doing more like Christian movies because they kind of got blackballed Mm. from Hollywood because they're a Christian, and he refused to do a love scene. I forget. Yeah, it might be the same person. Probably is. And he's got a movie coming out right now. Well, anyway, Reacher had a love scene. He did. That's right. Yeah. So. Like, yeah, well, we'll like have to read that article. A few things. <laughs> yeah, we'll have to read that article, uh, and then we'll talk about it next week's episode. Sure. <laughs> yeah, just make sure uh, to send me the, the notes. I can't think of this actor's name. It's gonna bug me. I bet if we just look up Christian actors, <laughs> not that many. But I know. I mean, I don't know if Keanu Reeves is a Christian, but Neil I, McDonough. McDonough, that it is. Yep. Yep. Son of Irish immigrants. Yeah. Yeah, he's got. Uh, He's a good dude, from what I read. I mean, obviously, don't know him. Isn't that funny? We all like, oh yeah, he's a good dude. 
Oh, know? this guy. He was just in the, the movie by Angel Studios. Yeah. Um, I forget what it's called. That's the movie I'm trying to think of. Yeah, anyway. Anyway. I typed. I just typed in 40... And not 40, that's the... I typed in Christian actors, and uh, uh, Tom Hanks pulled up. I don't know about that. The Shift. But the Shift. Yes. Yep. Yes. Did you watch it? No. It's on my list. The previews look really good. It's on good. your Shift list? Yes. <laughs> yeah, Angel Studios. Great. They're doing, yeah, they're doing good things. Angel Studios made Young David, the animated mm. series that's on Minnow, M-I-N-N-O. Give them a shout out. Yeah. Uh, met... Um, the CEO, I guess, of Minnow. Was great guy. Yeah. And Minnow's great. They, I, I have one qualm, though. <laughs> so, young David, as he is in love with young David, and even in episode two, when he's singing in Hebrew to his little sheep, <laughs> and as he'll come up to you and sing in this little <laughs> Hebrew, he has no idea what he's singing, but he'll caress your face like hey, David does the sheep in the video. It's the cutest thing on earth. Nice. But... They have three, I think the third episode just dropped like last week or something. The episodes are five minutes long. And the next one is slated to come out next month. My three-year-old watches this thing over and over and over again. And once you're done with the three, you got to go back and, and like, watch it again. Well, again. yeah, but no, Patience, a parent, baby. somebody who, as he, you know, he he's, hasn't, I mean, YouTube, he's, he's pretty swift with but minnow he's not familiar with how to go right. back on minnow and now we have to we can't just let him be for a bit <laughs> we have to keep going back uh, but it's all good it's, yes well i mean yeah they're putting out good things which takes money i've seen i mean they were they were popping up on my facebook feed like raising money to produce these yeah. little short films yeah which takes money that's the power of provision to fulfill the vision to be able to right to pour into Ezzy and every other little child, mm-hmm. rather than freaking Bluey and all this garbage right. that they're just indoctrinating kiddos with right now. Yeah. Well, maybe they could take some of that money from The Sound of Freedom, which did fantastic, made right well over $100 million. I forget the number, but that was Angel Studios. Yeah. And maybe they could get an episode out a little more frequently. <laughs> That'd be great. Once a month. That'd be great. Or maybe but a little longer, well, 10 minutes. We have no right to complain about what we tolerate right. in our lives, so... We gotta go make enough money to produce these, dude. Right. That's yes. It. All right. So I'm just gonna end with this, and I think we we've mentioned this maybe maybe last week. That's First uh, Thessalonians five. It's First Thessalonians, right? Yes. Five verse twenty three. Now may the God of peace himself sanctify you completely, and may your whole heart, may your whole spirit, soul, and body be preserved blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Mm. Yeah, I think, I mean, my takeaway from that is may the God of peace himself sanctify you. It's God that ultimately sanctifies us. Now, we have to put the work in, no different than it is him who saves us. We aren't saved through anything that we do, but we do have to put the work in to have rest in him. Yeah. It's good. Yep. Got anything left? No, that's good. It just blows my mind how it all relates. (laughs) At the end of the day, we need to love God and be obedient to him. Yeah. And... Like, God will figure out the rest for us. It's amazing like, that's how, it. how simple it actually is. <laughs> right. But we just... Love God, love others, be obedient. Yeah. Actually, I do want to read, because I just shared this with you. I was reading this, meditating on this before I went to bed the other night. In John chapter 14, verse 15, Jesus says, If you love me, keep my commandments. Then go down to verse 21. He says, He who has my commandments and keeps them, it is he who loves me. So, if you... If you're claiming to love Jesus and you're not obeying him and keeping his commandments, then you're a liar. You're a fraud. You're a phony. Yeah. And it's convicting because it's like, oh, yeah. uh, that applies to all of us. Yeah. It's like, can I actually say I love God as much as I, I want to say? Am I obeying him as much as I should? And then it says, and he who loves me will be loved by my father and I will love him and manifest myself to him. It's like, mm. oh my gosh. So if I'm obedient, I love God, then if I if I truly love God, I'll be obedient. But then Jesus is going to manifest himself to me. Heck yeah, baby. Sign me up. Yeah. Sign me up. 
that's good. I, I mean, it just it it's so simple, and and this is again back to the world, uh, how the world's culture is influencing the church itself, mm-hmm. right? Like we think love wins. We hear this, and it's like, what's your definition of love, right? Because right. I mean, if if God is love, and He who co- keeps my commands is is that that's what proves loves him mm-hmm. if you're not keeping the commands you ain't loving him All right right yeah right but we know everything that god creates satan counterfeits and that's even in the verbiage of love and mm-hmm. and what love is it ain't acceptance yeah sometimes you gotta love them in the face <laughs> <laughs> that's right I still get people that bring that up on that episode that we did oh yeah 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 it's good. I love it. Love it. Literally love it. So, um, we got, uh, yeah, this is, uh, we're going to go watch some football the rest of the night. Yeah. Tonight, as we're ending this episode. Um, but as you guys know, we, we mentioned, we mentioned this last week or two, uh, we are, we've got some events coming up. So, check out kingscouncilevents.com. We'd love to yeah. meet you guys in person, do life together. We get some workouts in, just, eat some food, pray, worship, just do life yep. together. Yep. Like that's just, it's such a blessing to be able to do that and powerful. God moves in just unbelievable ways when we collectively come together as a church, yeah. the body of Christ. Also join kingscouncil.com. Council is C-O-U-N-C-I-L. Join kingscouncil.com. Get on the app. Yeah. You don't have to be a, a member of King's Council to get on the app. Join the community. It's for, have, it's, it's for free. <laughs> <laughs> right. We have, for anybody who, who was just entertained and edified by what they just heard and don't really know what King's Council is, we're a nonprofit. Uh, Riley and some some business gurus do some business coaching. I handle uh, some spiritual counseling, spiritual discipleship, yeah. and together... Um, you know, we we serve as an extension of the church, yep. and we we just want the body to do what the body of Christ is called to do, yep. and God is calling us to be a part of it, be catalyst for it, to bring the body together, to um, help be the provision yep. for for people's God given visions, and listen, be a part of the community at the very least. Join the the get the free resources, level yourself up, shatter those self-limiting beliefs, mm-hmm. be a part of um, a, an online community. And we do in-person events where it's like-minded believers who, um, you know, we're called to entrepreneurship and really just undertaking, mm-hmm. like go-getters, action takers. That's what we are. Yes. I thought you were going to, like, keep rhyming there. Like, yeah. What did you rhyme can... at the beginning of this? Segment? I don't remember. Is that this one? I don't know. <sighs> Think so. Let's cut we'll, this before people get too bored with it. We this. went like seven minutes before we even yeah, mentioned no, certification. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But um, yes. Anywho. Anywho. We will see you guys very, very soon. Yes. And uh, I'm going to throw a plug too if you're still with us here kingdomdirectory.com. Mm. Right. This is our, this is a resource that we provide for churches, uh, but for business owners, you, if you're looking to promote your business and you want to know other kingdom minded people, uh, if you want to find kingdom-minded businesses, that's where you can go to, but also list your business on there for free. And um, and then we are continually growing that and going to be driving traffic to that so people know, hey, who who here has a business that uh, is, is kingdom-minded that we know are going to be continually sowing, going to be tithing, giving above and beyond, and really we are... Uh, we have no right to complain about what we tolerate. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that I felt like I was tolerating uh, was just this this frustration of the, the lack of resources within the Christian community. And so uh, we are creating the kingdom economy, and it starts with you as entrepreneurs. So yep. get on the platform, kingdomdirectory.com. We'll see you guys on next week's episode. Peace.